Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues for small business owners and just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled legal issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Today, I'm giving you the most important provision that goes in a business contract. And no, it's not money. No, it's not payment. I know you're always concerned about getting your money or having to pay or deadlines, like all that good stuff. Yes, it's important, but the most important provision is what we're going to be covering. But first, make sure you go to thecontractvault.com right now and sign up for the free training happening this week on Wednesday and Thursday. That's June 24th and 25th. There's three different times to choose from. We're covering all things contracts and going even more in depth than what I've covered here on the podcast, because I try to give an overview of things here on the podcast. And in this training, I'm trying to give the details, really go into the nitty gritty and really give people the good stuff that they need to know about their business and basically what people normally have to pay an attorney for. I'm just giving it away for free because I love small business owners and I believe we are the future of our country. I mean, I don't know about you, but I see big box stores going out of business left and right, but us small business owners, we're here to stay because People want to do business with people, not with the CEO who's on his fifth house. People want to do business with people. That's why I left the firm that only had big business clients. They didn't want the small businesses and that's who I wanted to serve. That's who I wanted to work with. So I do everything I can to give back and give away the legal stuff for free. (laughs) So join me in this week's legal training. Go to thecontractvault.com. Sign up for the time that works best for you and feel free to tell a friend. I mean, I would love to have thousands of people right now. We have about 1500 people signed up. I want to have double the amount of people there. So share it with a friend. I would be so appreciative if you did that. All right, let's get into it. The most important provision of a business contract. Are you ready for it? It's the intellectual property provision or clause, provision clause, interchangeable terms, whatever you want to use. But the intellectual property clause is the most important, in my opinion. The reason for this is because of the work that's being created and the ownership of it. So if you hire somebody, a contractor to create, you know, maybe this is just a virtual assistant, a VA or a designer, whatever you want to refer to them as. If you hire them to create some graphics for you or an ebook, let's just say have the text for the ebook, but you need the design for the ebook. You hire somebody to create some creative graphics and an ebook. If there is no intellectual property provision in your contract, or if you do not have a contract, God forbid, let's hope you have a contract. If you don't have a contract or if there's no intellectual property provision, then automatically the contractor owns the work. Yes, even if you are specifically paying them to create the graphics and the ebook for you, they own 
what they create. They own what they create, and that's because you do not dictate in the contract who owns it. Because if it's not addressed in a contract, then it resorts to the default law. And for copyrights, which is what designs and creative works are covered with, it's with a copyright. With copyrights, the default is the person that created it owns it. Unless a couple of things apply. Number one, if they are an employee for you, you control the employee. So you own the work. Even if, you know, it's an employee that works for you, if they are actually an employee, not a contractor, then yes, you own the work and you don't need a separate contract with the employee. I'm talking specifically about independent contractors, freelancers, somebody that is not a W-2 employee for you. And the other situation is a work made for hire. If it is a work made for hire, then the person that hired the contractor owns the work. So I reach out to the designer. I'm like, hey, I need this stuff done. And I dictate in the contract, this is a work made for hire. Then I own the copyright to that work, not the designer. I own it. If you do not have that provision in your contract or something that transfers the rights to you, then that contractor owns the work and all you're paying them for is a license. And it's probably a limited license. So uh, this comes up a lot of times with photographers. A lot of people don't realize when they hire a photographer, and we've covered this many times on the podcast, you're not hiring a photographer and you own those photos. When you hire the photographer, you're only paying for a license. Many photographers will not assign full ownership of the photos to you. Or if they do, you're paying, you know, double, triple, even more of the fee that it would be for a license. So you have to make sure that you know exactly what you're getting in your contract. And many people do not realize this. I'm sure many of you are like, oh my gosh, this hasn't been in any of my contracts or I don't know and I have to go check. So let me tell you what to do first. If you're like, oh my God, I don't know what the heck is in my contract. I I don't know. You know, you want to check in your contract, look under the IP provision, the intellectual property ownership or copyright ownership. If that is in there, then check for a work made for hire clause. And hopefully it says, you know, anything created under this, it's a work made for hire. And that means I own it. If it doesn't say it's a work made for hire, or if it says contractor owns any work, then the contractor may have specifically put that in there. If you want to own it, then you need to bargain with them and figure out how to get them to assign you rights. Maybe you have to pay some more money. Maybe they don't really know what it means and they just put that in there. And trust me, that happens more often than you think. So you have to make sure that you are getting the proper license or getting true ownership of what's being created under the contract. If there, number one, if there's no contract, then you don't own what was created. The other party does. And you need to get something in writing that shows you own it or that you have the proper license to use it for whatever you want. Because if you don't have that license, then it's a limited license to the specific purpose that it was created for. Now, if there is a written contract and there's no IP provision and you're worried about it, maybe the contractor, you think they may try to screw you over later or for whatever reason, 
then you need to have either an addendum or just you can separately create a work for hire agreement or an assignment of rights agreement. Both of these will get you the rights that you need in order to own the copyright. And the reason why you want to own the copyright is number one, if somebody is using the graphics or the ebook, you don't have standing to bring a copyright claim because you don't own the work. So it's up to the designer or the person that created it, whoever created the intellectual property, it's up to them to pursue the infringer. And if they don't want to, well, then you're screwed. So somebody else is out there using your work, what you paid for, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's why this stuff is so important because it all comes down to infringement and enforcing your creative work. Now, if you believe that the person, the contractor or the designer, whoever it is that created the intellectual property, if you think there won't be an issue, then just get them to sign something because if there becomes an issue later on, you don't want to have to go back and get all these documents executed because number one, it could take longer. Maybe you don't know where the design, you don't know how to locate them. And trust me, you just want to avoid all these issues down the line and you want to get all this paperwork taken care of up front, which is, and the easiest way to get that done is to just have it in the contract to begin with. However, I know that you can't just go back in time and fix your contract but you can get them to sign a new contract. You can get them to sign a new addendum, whatever it is. You can still get your get the rights that you want. And if they don't want to sign anything, then you need to figure out if they're going to be enforcing the intellectual property. If they won't, well, let's hope that nobody infringes or you may want to find a new designer to create new graphics or a new ebook. The whole purpose of this whole episode is to let you know why the intellectual property provision is the most important out of all of them. Yes, like I said, it's more, I, in my opinion, it's more important than the fees, more important than where the contract is to be enforced, any other provision. Like this is the most important because it's ownership. Who owns the actual work? If you're not signed up yet for the training happening this week, go sign up because we're talking about this and so much more. I know I just talked about this, but there's even more to it. And there's other provisions that you need to know the details about. So that's what we're covering in the training this week. And when you sign up, you will get my free contract checklist. And this has the list of all the contracts you need for your online business. All right, go sign up thecontractvault.com. I'll see you there this week. Let me know if you have any questions. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner and it doesn't cost anything to rate review or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next episode.